What does the cleaning industry really talk about? Beyond Clean with Ace is a podcast to explore just that. Now in its sixth season, Beyond Clean with Ace has hosted hundreds of influencers from around the globe. Listen to people who are excited about providing healthy, positive, and proactive information. Share their experiences, passions, and helpful tips. Now let's join our host, Dave Thompson, Director for the Academy of Cleaning Excellence, as he speaks with yet another leading influencer from our industry. Good morning, everyone out there in the wide world of, well, you want to say podcast land? I don't know. It's just the land, the world out there at large. We are live here. Beyond Clean with Ace, we are on Podbean Live airing today. It is the first Monday of October. And, you know, I have to have to say, if you're in Florida and you're listening to me here this week, uh, my thoughts uh, go out to you if you're uh, less fortunate than us here in Orlando. We've got just a little bit of the touch of the wind and the rain, and we're not devastated by it like some of our uh, fellow um, listeners here over on the West Coast. Thankfully, um, we were able to back up and running this morning. It was a challenge. We are broadcasting from about a 100-year-old factory that has leaks. And if you're in Florida, uh, you know what leaks are. Wind and rain, it will find every leak no matter what. However, you did not come on here to get a weather report. Uh, sorry, folks, that's not what this is. It's not a radio station for weather. Mickey Anderson, you may have heard her on our podcast last month. She has decided to come back. Now, I don't know why. I'm going to have to find out why. But she has decided to come back and be on our podcast on a monthly basis. So the author of Hustle Less and Profit More, hopefully, is on the other end of the line. I am here. <laughs> wow. You know, hey, Mickey, it is always good to hear that I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> I mean, we all love to listen to you, Dave, but... <laughs> Uh, well, I think that most people don't come on here to listen to me. <laughs> well, I'm so here to help those, in whatever way I can. <laughs> so, Mickey, for those that weren't on uh, and haven't listened to the podcast last month, who are you? What do you do? And why in the heck do you want to be on my podcast monthly? <laughs> well, first and foremost, if you didn't listen to our last episode, you should go and do that right after listening to this because it was great. Uh, lots of fun, lots of nuggets. But I am a marketing strategist and educator. So I consult with small businesses on how to grow their businesses using marketing. And unlike most marketing consultants and agencies who basically start at the top of the funnel and say the results we produce, you'll see return 12 months, 18 months from now. I started the bottom of the funnel, so you start seeing results immediately. <laughs> and uh, and I'm honored to be here because anytime I can provide education, support for you know hardworking business owners, I'm, I'm here. So I'm excited to be here on a monthly basis and help. So folks, if you listen to podcast, uh, what she's trying to tell you and didn't actually say it is, you get tips for free. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, um, why Why are you, I mean, you know, now I got my own concepts, Mickey, about why you talk about uh, the upside down funnel here, yeah. uh, but why did you decide to go against the curve here? <laughs> well, you know what? I've been so frustrated with the way small businesses and micro businesses in particular are left 
aside by agencies and consultants. So big agencies and consultants use huge budgets with big companies uh, and focus on lead generation and traffic. And they have the money to spend on an ongoing basis for that long-term strategy. Most of them already have some consistent revenue and growth. But the small businesses, most of us don't have that same budget. We can't invest in a huge you know, uh, growth investment, uh, whether it's with a consultant or a marketing agency, you need your cash and you need tactics and strategies that are going to generate more cash. And the way to do that is at the bottom of the funnel instead of the top. And so that is why. <laughs> okay. So what you're saying is, uh, oh, well, first of all, I guess I got to ask, what's, uh, you're, you're talking small and micro business. So for our listeners, how do you qualify that? I guess that's the first thing I'm thinking. Yeah. So a small business is uh, under 5 million in annual revenue. Micro businesses, I typically say, if you're making under 500,000 in annual revenue, you're a small team, one to five people. You're, you're a little bit less than a small business. You're more of like a micro business. Okay. So um, Mickey, I'm not sure if you understand the cleaning industry that well, but the average cleaning business out here um, that's cleaning buildings, 80% of those businesses are under $200,000 revenue a year. You're my people. And then that means that there's only 20% that would fall into what you would then consider a, a small business because the others are in micro. So you're small. And then there's even... Uh, a less percentage of that 20 that's actually in that over five mil. Yep. So this is why I talked with Mickey and I said, Mickey, I think you and I've got to talk because my podcast, this podcast, Beyond Clean with Ace, is talking to a lot of the micro and small businesses. So how do we help them? You know, I think the first thing is a lot of us think we have we don't have enough clients is really the first question or the first challenge that most of those businesses start with. And, and we get these lofty ideas that we need thousands upon thousands of leads and massive traffic in order to find new clients. But the truth is most of the time you only need a few new clients to really transform your business if you're maximizing revenue. So the key is with the clients you already have, how can you deliver more value? How can you make yourself indispensable to them and charge more for it. And so I, always getting... thought that, I always said that I could make more profit with the customers I already know quicker. Absolutely. Especially upsells and cross-sells. So those additional services, if you can make them high profit margin, you're going to be coasted. <laughs> it's easier and cheaper to sell the people who already know, like, and trust you, who've already said yes to you than it is to find new people and try and convince them. First, introduce them to who you are and then convince them to like and trust you. So how can you serve your existing clientele better? How can you deliver more value, upsell, cross-sell, maximize revenue and profit with them? And then how do you keep them long-term? How do you be proactive about the customer journey where they never want to leave? You have to be able to anticipate future problems and, and really continue to provide value over the long term. Make it feel silly to ever leave you. You know, I spent 35 years selling janitorial supplies in the state of Missouri and, and surrounding areas. And I always said that it was much easier to keep people on my program rather than get people to come to it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's most people. That's most businesses. <laughs> 
Yeah, and and you you said I don't need a whole lot of new customers. If we're a small micro or small business, we can't handle a lot of new customers. We can only handle a few. Exactly. You've got capacity issues. And so, I mean, your time is valuable. And if you can just increase the amount of money you make for each hour, that's a pretty good deal, right? Instead of adding hours to your workflow or adding hours that you need to do, why not just make more in those hours? Hustle less and profit more. Now I think I understand why the book was named that. You got it. I think uh, I think people assume that this stuff isn't marketing either, but marketing isn't just about finding new leads or new prospective clients. It's really about the way that you're communicating your value to everyone, regardless of whether they're existing past clients or new clients. Well, this is exactly why I do a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bringing value to my customers, things that they wouldn't normally get. It's adding value. Uh, causes a lot less for me to have to go out there and do. So this is exactly why I do this podcast, Mickey. This uh, you, you, you hit it right on the head. That's it. And I think a lot of times businesses will fear giving away too much for free value before a customer comes to you. They're like, but if I solve the, all their problems or I give them all the value or I tell them how to do it before they ever work with me, they won't need to work with me. But what I found is it's actually exact opposite is what happens. People, the information is free. We can find anything online. I mean, you can Google the solution to pretty much any problem. Execution is where the money is made for most businesses. And so although they know, most businesses know what they need. Most people know they need cleaning. Are they going to do it themselves? No. <laughs> and so you can provide tons of value in advance, show that you're trustworthy, incredible, and you know what you're doing, and then charge for the execution. You know, and I think this is what you're talking about here. You know, I'm in education. You know, that's what the Academy of Cleaning Excellence does, folks. We do not do the cleaning. Sorry if that's what you were looking for, wrong place. Uh, we gave up on doing that. Uh, Mickey, I got to tell you, I'm, I, I'm now past over the 65-year mark. So, uh, folks, I don't do it anymore. But I think that's the thing is, you know, many years ago, people said you can't charge for education. And I go, why? If it's valuable. Yep. yep, exactly. And I think, you know, you're saving them the time of hunting down the information as well. Yeah, sure. They could go and find it themselves. Are they going to? No. Are they going to format it in a way that makes sense and actually helps them learn? No. And so that's where you come in. That's, that is the execution. You're supporting them and actually learning. So, you know, one of the things is, folks, is why we're, we're talking here. This is one why the reason Mickey and I wanted to get together on these is because what she's doing is exactly what I do here. Mm -hmm. My job uh, now, now I, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Mickey. I have a <laughs> to do that sometimes. Uh, but I think this is the whole thing. Our job, yours and mine, is to disseminate all of the information, do the studies, do the research, put it together in a format, because the people we're talking about are under pressure. They, they don't have time to do all this research. I mean, yes, I can go to Google, I can go to YouTube, I can look all this up, but that's why they come to you and I so that they don't have to because they've got to clean. Yep, exactly, exactly. If we can set it up in a way that makes it easier, faster, takes away workload for the other person, right? It helps them consume the information faster and more efficiently and then execute it as well. Man, that's it, that's what it's all about. So if you listen to our podcast last time, Mickey and I got to talking about 
uh, social media marketing, mm -hmm. uh, the marketing part there. And, I, and, you know, I guess that's where I'm at here. And I'm thinking about those micro businesses today. Do they have to live in social media marketing alone? No, absolutely not. And, you know, the thing that I try and, and, and explain is, is that social media isn't just its own little world, right? It's not, it's not its own little marketing bubble that has to be done by everyone. Um, social media is a tactic used for a reason. And the reason is to get engagement with your audience. It's to deliver that value. Social media is one of the pathways to deliver value and to entice customers to come to get to know you more, make small commitments, you know, show up for a podcast, commit some time, maybe a small amount of money for an intro offer, an introduction, get a quote, and then work they, their way through that customer journey to become a client. And so the goal of social media, just like with email marketing, just like with TV advertisements, radio, public speaking, is engagement. It's connecting to and delivering value to your audience. And so you don't have to choose social media as that path. You want to be in the most convenient place for your ideal customers, wherever that is. Mickey, I think I love what you just said. I just spent <laughs> two weeks going to two different conferences. Uh, folks, it was the Florida plant managers and the Missouri plant managers for schools. And they had never had a podcast at a conference. And that's where I was at. Now, along with that, I also taught classes at the education sessions. And today I'm getting people that are uh, sending me emails. Where's the link to that spot? I wanted to learn about that. And now I become the hub for that information. And already somebody today says, hey, do you have a class on? And there you go. There you go, right? That's it. I think uh, that just proves the fact that when you deliver value in advance, people aren't going to think they can do it all and leave. Some might, but most of the time they come back and realize it's not as easy as they thought. And that's a great example of engaging your customers, delivering value, and then working them through the next stages of that customer journey. You know, we just went through a hurricane coming through here in Orlando. And while we're up and running, there is some spotty stuff that's still happening. So, uh, <laughs> We, we hate dead air, but it, it is the time of the year. It happens. I could see the I could see that my mic was working, so I wasn't sure if it was connectivity or the or what was going on. But I'm glad we're back. Yeah, and I'm not sure it isn't connectivity on my side. So, go ahead. You were talking. We were talking about you know, social media isn't the only marketing. It's just a part of everyday life now. Yeah, it is. And I mean, you got to think about your ideal customers, right? I think that's the thing. You need to become obsessed with who your ideal customers are. And when you do that, you'll realize that there are very specific places that they spend time. And it might be social media, but it might not. And so you just need to make it really easy for them to find you in wherever they are. And if that's social media, great, do that. But if it's not, go to where they are. If it's conferences, go to conferences. If it's podcasting, go to podcasting. Find the easiest way to communicate and connect with your ideal customer. Okay, so now I'm going to ask a question here because I'm thinking our listeners are probably thinking this. How do yeah. I find out where they're at? Oh, that's a great question. And uh, there's a lot of different ways to figure it out. You can interview your existing clients. Hey, I'd love to know, where do you spend your time on social media? Are you on social media at all? <laughs> do you prefer emails or podcasts, right? You can just ask simple questions. And that a lot of times will give you a lot of clarity about your ideal clients. You can also survey people online. So if you have an email list, if you have a social media following already, you can ask them, where are your favorite places to consume content? Do you prefer blog, video, podcast? 
What do you like? But I think most of the time, if you've got past or existing clients, asking them will give you a ton of clarity. So I'm thinking that's something a third party needs to do for me. It could be a third party. <laughs> it could be a, just a simple email blast with a button that they can choose which option they want so you can take a peek. Yeah. So that's the place to start. I mean, you know, if, if I'm a micro business, uh, where do I, I mean, how do I start on all this? In terms of social media marketing or just marketing in general? Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll follow you. Go wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, first and foremost, you want to create essentially a customer avatar. And so this is a tool that you use to become obsessed with and understand who your ideal client is. And first, you're going to interview your existing clients or maybe the clients you really want to work with. If you know the types of companies you want to work with, investigate. And you're just creating a profile, essentially, who they are, what their biggest challenges are, where they want to spend time, what their goals are, what their needs are. And that will tell you a lot about where to serve, what to serve, and how to engage. And, and that's exactly where I would start is understanding who your customer is. And then from there, whatever you learn is what you're going to execute. Okay, this customer goes to conferences. This is important to them. I'm going to go to conferences and talk about that thing. <laughs> well, and, and you and can I, connect the dots. And, and that was one of the things that was, you know, the last two weeks was we were at conferences and people said, well, I've heard a podcast, but I'm not going to sit and talk with you. But I'll listen to it. And so I had a QR code on my big sign and they, mm -hmm. they, they, they scanned the code and said they would listen, but they wouldn't come and talk. <laughs> well, that tells you that likely that instead of trying to be the hero and put themselves out there on stage, they feel like they have some learning, right? They, they don't necessarily want to be up there talking, but they want to learn. And that means you're still providing great value because you're giving them an opportunity to listen and to learn. The people who want to speak to you can. Yeah, and and I was doing a podcast with a gentleman just before I got on with you, and and I had a super assistant superintendent of school just walk right up, sit down, and said, "I'm ready to talk," and I was floored. <laughs> That's amazing. That's it. Yeah. yeah, he had something to say. Anyone? Well, the thing about it is, is there a brand new building uh, going up in Missouri? They're the first ones to do it in the state, and he wanted to let everybody know. Yeah. It's a, it's a great opportunity, but I think also it shows you that there's an opportunity for you to educate your guests on how to be a great podcast guest. What's involved? How do I show up? How do I communicate the value I provide? How do I you know, become a better public speaker? And those are things that you can provide value for too, because that's going to help them grow their business as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, as you said that, you know, several of the vendors, of course, you know, whenever you go to a conference, several vendors mm -hmm. were milling around and I said, come on, sit and talk. Oh, no, no. I said, it's a, a commercial for your show. He goes, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, it's free. You just get to sit here and talk. He goes, oh, no, I can talk all day about my product. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And I think if you look at all of these opportunities to speak online as that, it's an opportunity to talk about your product, to deliver value to your customers. You're going to do great. And I think that's what we have to understand. Marketing is not just one dimension. And you mentioned email. You know what? I I got to tell you, Mickey, I'm just about giving up on email marketing. Really? I'm so curious as to why. Engagement. People mm -hmm. just, it's like I, I watched the clicks, uh, you know, on the different buttons, as you said, a button, because people don't want to read anymore. They just want to look at something and hit a button, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, they're clicking on the button, but they're not doing anything after that. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I think email marketing has one of the highest ROIs of all the marketing channels. So compared to social media, compared to most paid advertising, compared to radio, email marketing on average for every $1 you spend on email, you'll make $44 back. But with email marketing, most people approach it in the wrong way. Well, that must be folks what I'm doing. (laughs) Mickey is trying to be polite. Did you, did you hear that, think, folks? Mickey was trying to be polite. He's going to call you out. But they must be doing it wrong. Why didn't you just say it? Dave, you're doing it wrong. Dave, you're doing it wrong. I think most businesses think I'm just one big sales campaign or promotion away from changing my business and making email work for me. But the truth is, email marketing is a lot like an ultra marathon. It's not short sprints. It's not this just straight up one steady pace marathon. It's an ultra marathon. And so you need to be consistent and continue moving in the right direction, delivering value regularly. And then within that ultra marathon, there are little legs of the race that you're going to push. You're going to try and gain momentum. That's your promotions. That's when you sell and actively campaign for your business. But you can't ever stop. And it's not a sprint. It's small targeted times when you're going to drive a little bit harder, push a little bit harder, right? So if you're, say, you're an ultra marathoner and you love hills, you're going to go harder on the hills and then relax on the way down. If you're in email marketing, we need that consistent, steady pace of value delivered, right, on an ongoing basis. And then those occasional legs of promotions where we're delivering value at a price. So it's buy now, right, download now, access now. And those are typically seven to 14 days of pushing promotional or sales campaigns. And then the rest is all that nurturing value. We recently, this year, changed from one email marketing platform to another one. Okay. And I was seeing steady engagement before. Yep. Moved the same amount of people with sending out the same amount of emails on the same regular basis, and it went to almost nothing. Does the platform have much to do with it? It depends. If your platform thinks or is tagging your emails as spam, that can be an issue, right? So deliverability of your emails can be a challenge. But for the most part, I mean, it could have been the timing as well. Um, Email marketing, people are delivered like 3,500 marketing messages a day, right? (laughs) Like it's intense. And so if there's also privacy issues too now. So with the new iOS updates and whatnot, open rates are actually not predictable. They're not accurate anymore compared to what they used to be. And so if you're just looking at open rates in general, that's not always a great predictor of the success of your emails. Um, and, and so I would, I would do some testing. I would investigate as well. If the platform was the issue, maybe they have some insights. So you can contact them and say, hey, look, here's what's happened. <laughs> can you tell me if something is going on in terms of my settings or my setup? And there may be an issue there, but it, it could have been a lot of things. It's hard to see unless I'm like, in your reports. And I just found out what Mickey doesn't do for free. <laughs> Look at your reports. <laughs> there you go. Well, and, and, but this is, but this is the whole thing, Mickey. This is why we talk about this. So I, I have to come back to the title of the book and why the book. Um, yeah. So hustle less, profit more. I, um, I, I was burnt out, much, much like most business owners, right? I uh, I was running a busy agency and trying to achieve whatever people said was success. And I got completely burnt out. I came back from maternity leave and went through a, a massive kind of internal crisis and thought, 
it can't be like this. There has to be a better way. And so I gave up agency life and decided instead of hunting down other people's version of success, I was going to define it for myself and achieve it. And for me, it was all about wealth and freedom and the way that I got to live my life. And so I really carved that out in my new business as a consultant where I don't have to hustle. <laughs> I think it's a fallacy that you have to hustle to succeed. You don't. You have to be smart and consistent and you have to know what it is you're trying to achieve, right? The how will change, but the what it is you're doing or going for, that needs to be super super clear. And so you can ditch a lot of unnecessary efforts if you're open, if you're listening, looking and learning and lean into the things that are working, right? It's not about what other people think you should do or what society or marketers online will tell you you should do. It's, it's what's actually working for your business. Lean into that. Hey, MickeyAnderson.com. That's where you <laughs> find this book just like the song <laughs> yeah you, you know what, what what is so interesting is i just just got another gentleman that's going to be on my podcast here uh later this month and he's all about disney oh and i i'm like mickey, mickey Mouse. <laughs> and, and i'm like okay so i got all this uh, but it, it's interesting when you do these things and you talk with different people, folks. Now, what you may not know if you haven't listened to the previous podcast is while Mickey and I are on the same time zone, we're not in the same area. Mm -hmm. Anybody want to take a guess at where Mickey is talking to us from today? Yeah, well, there's a couple people on that come on online with us and they're not giving any idea, but... Mickey, where are you at today? I am in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, way up north. <laughs> uh -huh. So, folks, a little bit later on when we start talking, we will be talking about weather because I'm in Florida. She's not. You know, when it comes to January, I think we're going to have a different conversation. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It gets very, very cold here, but we do enjoy quite nice summers, but not not like Florida, that's for sure. You know, Mickey, I got to tell you, I was thinking about this, about where you and I are both at. And I'm, you know, I, I just spent a week back in Missouri at the uh, Missouri Plant Managers Association Conference. And uh, of course, it was we were getting we were getting real close to the first day of fall. And I woke up one morning ago, I, I smelled those damp leaves and I don't <laughs> smell here in Florida. And I was thinking about my hot tub and the wood fire. And I'm talking to Mickey today and I'm going, man, she has to enjoy all that stuff. Yeah. You know, the trees are already changing colors here. It's nice and cool and breezy outside. We'll probably get snow relatively soon. And in Canada, we enjoy Thanksgiving this coming weekend, unlike you. Okay, so now um, I got to remember, I talked to so many different people, Mickey. Um, <laughs> there, there, there's a different holiday for you. Around Christmas time, we have what's called Boxing Day. So it's the day after Christmas. That's a stat holiday as well. Thanksgiving is a different, or, uh, um, and Halloween. We still have Halloween, and our Thanksgiving is just earlier because of the season. So our seasons change earlier. So our crops. <laughs> right they go we harvest our crops earlier and so our thanksgiving is earlier um but uh but most of the other holidays are the same we just don't celebrate the fourth of july um we celebrate <laughs> the first of july which is canada day 
so yeah, but but you, but folks, what, what I, the reason I bring this up is that what you and I are talking about here in our our podcast that we're going to do with you does is not regional. Correct. Yeah, and, I think, and I think that's what people understand. People think, but do yeah. does regional activities make a difference in 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 our marketing? It depends on your consumer. I hate that answer, but it's the truth. So if your customer is buying specifically on certain holidays, that's their opportune time to buy, that's when you need to sell. If your ideal customer is attending regional events, you should probably attend, right? And so I think it's just, again, about really becoming obsessed with who your ideal customer is and meeting them where they're at. Um, if you're hunting out, trying to find a new market and just blasting the world with your message, you're not going to be heard because people are trying to actively tune out all that noise. You want to be targeted and specific with who you're talking to, right? It's better to walk into a room and talk to one person who's a potential buyer than talk to a hundred who have no idea and no interest in what you have to say. So Mickey, got to tell you, I was at two school plant managers conferences the last two weeks. Why? Because the bulk of my clients that come to classes, the bulk of people that take online courses from the academy are in schools. And during the fall, you know, this time of the year is when the schools have their conferences. And this is why we. Hello, hello, test, test, test. Works sometimes good and sometimes it doesn't. There we go. Hello. Mickey's there again. Mickey, before <laughs> we lose you, I want to, I want to say, uh, I think you're going to go somewhere here soon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let me just get outside and make sure I've got good connectivity. There we go. You're, 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 you're going somewhere here fairly soon. Uh, before oh, we I leave am. today, where, where are you going? I'm going to Vegas. And why are you going to Vegas? <laughs> Everyone always asks. Nobody asks why I go to Vegas, right? Everyone just assumes, oh, you're going to Vegas to go to Vegas. No, I'm going for the Nationals Finals Rodeo. Yes, folks, you did hear that right. If you listened to the last <laughs> podcast, you heard the same thing. I just want to make sure it wasn't it, something that changed on us. Not at all. I'm going to the rodeo. I'm going to see Aerosmith. I'm going to have a whole bunch of fun. And uh, I highly recommend Vegas during rodeo time. It's an absolute blast. Mickey, I'm not sure whether our connectivity problem is on my end or yours, but just uh, as a, a precaution, let's say that we've done this one Hopefully next month will be better. Where can they get hold of you? What can they do? And where's the book? Yeah. So head on over to heymickeyanderson.com. I have tons of free resources there. You can download everything from the website. If you have specific questions that you want to chat about, you can always send me an email, hello at heymickeyanderson.com, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Mickey, I apologize, but I just think that it's uh, probably on our end. We've we've had our issues with the hurricane and everything coming through. Uh, we'll get you back next month. Folks, she's going to be on the first Monday morning of every month right here on Podbean Live. We're going to broadcast at 1030 every Monday morning, first Monday of each month. Mickey, so good to have you on board. Um, gosh, we'll talk about marketing every month. <laughs> I'm so excited. Hopefully we'll be able to work everyone through all of those important pieces. And if you stay along with us each month, you'll be able to see some growth in your business as well. Thank you. So remember, folks, start at the bottom. Find out who your customer is. That was what the tip was today. Mickey says, 
If you're a micro or a small business, find out who your customer is, get a survey done. Guess what I'm doing this week? <laughs> yes. And for those of you listening, if you do a survey, you start investigating, be sure to share with us. Let us know. I want to make sure that we're able to help in any way we can. So if you have questions about what to say in your survey or how to do it, let us know. So if you've liked what you've heard today, we are on Podbean Live. Our website for this podcast is um, beyondcleanwithace.com. You'll also find us on uh, our, our main website for the Academy, academyofcleaning.com. Don't forget, we're still in the last month of nominations for the Rockstar Custodian Program, rockstarsofcleaning.com. And if that's not enough, we're on YouTube. We're here at the podcast. We're on TikTok. We're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. There you go. You've got it all. Folks, whatever <laughs> you do, make sure that whatever journey that you're on, is healthy, positive, and proactive. Mickey, hopefully it'll be better next time. Thanks for coming on board. I'm sure it will. Thanks so much.